And now, the Prickly Pear Project with Oliver Morris. I'm Oliver Morris, and this is the Prickly Pear Project. The Prickly Pear Project is quite simple. I sit someone down in a one-on-one conversation filled with deep, extra spicy questions. Their only reprieve? To drink a can of sparkling orange and prickly pear juice to slake their thirst. Today's guest is Benjamin Wallace. He's the fastest freshman at Carroll College and perhaps the smartest (laughs) person on earth. Ben, how are you this fine evening? Oh, I'm doing uh, just great, Oliver. And I think you're kind of selling me uh, a little too much right now. (laughs) I'm Uh, not sure I can quite live up to uh, those things you just said, but, you know, I'll try. No, you do and then some, honestly. So today on on our Christmas special and our final episode of season one on the Prickly Pear Project, I actually don't have any prickly pear juice for you because I may or may not have ran out. And also, I just don't believe you're worthy of the vintage. So instead, I provided an alternative drink being this orange prebiotic soda. All right, shall we drink? Um, I'm ready. All right, let's do it. (laughs) Oh, (coughs) you all right? It's just awful. I'm sorry. I don't like that at all. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. I believe the prickly pear juice is like just better in every way, honestly. I appreciate that. But I don't appreciate your ungrateful attitude because I did go out and buy these for us specifically. But um, it's okay. It's okay. We can move right into the questions. All righty. First one. Ben, I hear you are attracted to bisexual women <clears throat> and that you attract them in the exact same way. Is this just a preference, or does this have something to do with your feminine figure? <laughs> wow, um, this is this is quite the loaded question. <laughs> I, uh, it's a loaded gun for sure. You know, I, I won't lie. Going into this, I had a feeling you would ask me about. Um, we'll just say my my track record, but uh, you know, I I really wouldn't say it's a uh, a preference. It's just uh, kind of how things you know work out. Fair I just, enough. You know, uh, the women I have uh, attracted currently and in the past, you know, they just happen to be bisexual, and I won't really get into much detail. I, I don't believe I have a feminine figure, uh, to be entirely honest, but um, mm. yeah, I think, I, I don't really like this question, I'm going to be honest. I can see why, and I like what you said, track record, I see what you did there, because, you know, you run track, and yeah, and that, anyways. That also wasn't intentional, but, well, uh, you know. Yeah. Your robotics class performance is quite exquisite from what I hear. All your projects turn out really good. You're really dedicated to your assignments. But I've heard your team isn't really that talented and that you sort of carry them through those big projects, especially um, Luke Decker, if you know him. Yeah, I hear you do most of the heavy lifting in those projects. So I'm wondering how does it feel to have to support a team like that consistently? Well, um... First off, I w- I'd like to say that uh, this is entirely wrong. I don't... Really? Yeah, I'd like to know where uh, you got this information My sources from. aren't usually incorrect about this, though. Well, uh, who, who are these sources? Why? In fact, my source for this question specifically was Luke Decker himself. What? Wow, that's... We were, we were talking the other day, and he could not stop talking about how, how beneficial you are to the project. Well... You know, I, I believe me and Luke, you know, we work pretty well as a team, but I think it's kind of absurd to say that I do most of the heavy, heavy lifting. I mean, if anything, mm. I believe uh, Luke Decker is kind of hard carrying uh, me in that class, really? and my mathematics class. Oh, wow. 
you know. Ba- so you're in multiple classes with him. Oh yeah, and Luke, you know, he's probably the only reason that I have uh, anywhere close to a 3.0 GPA right now. Damn. You know, I'd probably be looking more like a uh, Connor O'Hara type. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. If I if I didn't have him nice. around, so yeah, he's 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 truly talented. But I mean, I do I do trust his word very heavily, and I feel that him to say something like that about you, I wouldn't take that very lightly. I I, I think that's very accurate for sure. Well, I mean, normally I would say I. Absolutely trust Luke Decker. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Sorry. Please continue. It's that off-brand prickly pear juice, man. It's, it's, n- it's, yeah, no, tell me about it. It's rough. But, um, in this one particular situation, I'm going to have to disagree with Luke. I think hmm. he definitely doesn't give himself enough credit. He's probably, uh, one of the most humble people I know. So Luke, if you're listening out there, I want you to know you're carrying me. Thanks, man. Wow. That's incredible. I might, I might cry. Honestly, that's that's beautiful. That's a beautiful moment. Please don't, Luke. If, Luke, if you're if you're listening, uh, I love you, man. Okay, I think we've sufficiently covered Luke Decker. Let's move on to the next question. Mm-hmm. You're from Champaign, Illinois, correct? Um, I'm actually from Mahama, Illinois, but oh, Champaign is the uh, large city that's uh, near to the kind of medium sized town. Mm. So I I usually say Champaign as a reference point for people who aren't from the Midwest. Oh, gotcha. So, how often would you say you visit Champagne? Um, when I was back at home, I'd say probably every week at the very least. Oh wow! Probably. So you drink quite a bit. What? You drink quite a bit of Champagne. Uh oh, well, Champagne, Illinois is actually a a city. It's not a uh, form of alcohol. But you are familiar with the form of alcohol, also titled Champagne, correct? Uh, yes, but I believe they're spelled differently and they don't have any correlation as a Champagne. The drink, I believe, is uh, French. Mm. Well, how much Champagne would you say you drink on average? Uh, zero. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like once a month? N- no, it's like Maybe zero. once a year? No, Maybe half like a year? I, I haven't drank Every Champagne at all. Biannually? N- no. <laughs> I, I don't drink Oliver. I don't drink the champagne like that. Huh. Non-alcoholic champagne? You ever try that? Um, does that, uh you know, that sparkling grape juice you get around like the holidays, does that count? Yeah, I would say so. Then then yes, yes. Officer, right there. Whoa, That's wait, him. Hey, 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 That's hey, him. Hey, we hey, got hey. him. Okay. Let's calm down. You calm down. <laughs> so... To maintain such a physique that you have, I'd recommend eating a diet of 15 carrots and 25 cucumbers per day, at least around lunchtime. However, it appears to me that you have a, a different way of maintaining such a such a diet. So I'm wondering if you could explain to me your choices of food and how that impacts your physical health. Well, first of all, I'd like to ask on uh, how you pronounced carrot. Carrots? You mean like that. a carrot, like peas and carrots, you know? Um... You know what, for, for the sake of the viewers at home, I'm just going to leave that one alone. I, so. I have heard that it, I pronounce it in, in a different way than the common collective psychology. However, I, I feel that. I, I wouldn't quite phrase it like that. I'd oh. say that's the only time I've ever heard the way the word carrot pronounced that way. So really? I hmm. I think that's a little ridiculous. I'm going to be entirely honest. Um, yeah. But I'll, I'll get out onto your, onto your question. Okay, I, uh, please do. You know... If uh, any of the cross-country people are listening, they probably know that I I run quite a bit compared to most of the freshmen on the team. I would say compared to most people on the team in general. But Yeah, but um, 
that's probably the only reason I have this current physique of uh, 5'11", 120 pounds. Mm. You know, it's just the quantity of running that I do. You know, I I wouldn't say it's been paying off uh, spectacularly recently as, uh, you know, certain people like Luke Decker and honestly you, Oliver, have uh, surpassed me in a lot of ways in uh, hmm. running. So I think the the physique isn't ideal, I'll be honest. Really? Yeah. I hmm. think there could be some uh, work to be done, you know, maybe looking to get a little bit bigger, a little more... Uh, a little more leg speed, that sort of stuff. I yeah. think that'd be more uh, beneficial than the current, uh, we'll just say, uh, stick figure build I got going on. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't do yourself that dirty. Um, but I would recommend doing calisthenics, you know, getting in the mm-hmm. gym maybe a little bit more. Yeah, and, you know, life is a journey, and we're all figuring out that journey in different ways. So I think that, you know, the fact that you're recognizing this is something you want to change is a step in the right direction. You know, I appreciate that, Oliver. Yeah, of course. Cheers. Cheers to that. <coughs> no, maybe we'll maybe we'll be done. Uh, it's not even that. refrigerated. That's the worst part. Yeah, for those at home, we are drinking a uh, warm off-brand orange soda currently. Yeah, and, it's uh, it's dog shit. Don't ever get this. Alrighty, hopefully, I don't die during this interview. I don't think you'll like this next question, but I'll just shoot away. All adversity is something that is is best taken head on. So okay, when when you walked on the set, and, and I thought like hmm. I've never seen this girl here before, and I realized it was, it was Benjamin Walls. So I was just wondering, um, are, are you planning on getting a haircut? Uh, no hate, but just oh. a genuine question. Yes, I actually I have a stare. Excuse me, no, I have a hairstylist back at home that really? I will be seeing very soon once I. Uh, arrive back in Illinois, and it'll cut my hair down back to the length it was at a high school camp. Oh, I see. And the first couple weeks of uh, college, so. Gotcha. I think that's a much better look for me. The current look is a little too, uh, uh, oh man, homeless? Yeah, I would say homeless. I would just say high maintenance. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to have to agree with that. You know, I've been spending a pretty penny on shampoo and conditioner recently because of my longer hair, so. Getting a cup will definitely be a nice change of pace. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree for sure. This next question, you're going to hate even more. Oh, my goodness. So could you explain to me your Native American heritage? (laughs) I know that many individuals, specifically Zach Gasnick, talk of your chieftain status and your powerful war cry. Can you you unpack that a little bit for me? Um, Well, I'm actually uh, not Native American at all. Oh. Which, you know, I, I want to... Like, I can't stress that part enough. I'm not Native American, so I hmm. I don't really understand why this, uh, I guess, idea that I'm this, you know, oh gosh, I don't even know. What what tribe is everyone saying I'm a part of these, I don't these days? I don't even remember. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not a chieftain at all. I'm not even remotely part of any sort of Native American tribes. Hmm. Uh, I believe my family's actually mostly English and Scottish, hmm. which is probably the farthest you can get from Native American. So I would agree. Yeah, I'm just gonna have to. I'm gonna have to end this question like that. I can't really say much else about it besides that. It's just, it's just an incorrect statement. Okay. What do you think of your roommate Eddie? You know, as with any college roommate, you have your your ups and downs. You know, I think I, I'm a little I'm a little worried every time he tries to get off his lofted bed. You know, I, I'm worried one day I'm gonna I'm gonna wake up to a 
a thud in the room and see Eddie like completely mangled on the floor. That's a bit of a fear of mine currently, but you know, beyond that and actually, yeah, just beyond that, Eddie's been, he's been a pretty great guy. You know, he's kind of supportive of my, uh, we'll just say weight gaining journey. Mm -hmm. He recently recommended a, uh, a tub of mass gainer that I've gone through. Mm. That was pretty nice. Um, yeah, I can see it's it's bearing exquisite fruit. Oh yeah, I'm currently, you know, I'm still trying to look out for that elusive freshman fifteen, but mm. I got around a freshman five right now. Oh, which, solid. Which I'm I'm pretty proud of. I'm happy with that. Yeah, and I, I think Eddie has a lot to do with that. He's encouraged me to uh, eat a lot more. You know, he's been he's been looking out for for me. So yeah, nothing but good things for Eddie. He's a good guy. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Eddie. He's super cool. I'm glad that he's helping you in your your weight gain or weight loss journey. Weight gain. Oh, weight if, gain. Okay. If I was losing weight, I would uh, probably not be here today. I'd probably uh, be in the hospital. <laughs> would so. you be floating in outer space? Do you think? Um, just because of your general loss of mass would probably contribute to some form of negative weight. Yeah, I think I would probably be at the early stages of floating at this point. Okay. I started losing weight at the beginning of the school year. So, but if I, if I were to continue on that path, I'd definitely be in space pretty soon. So oh, gotcha. I'm trying, I'm trying to avoid that. I like to be grounded yeah. down to earth, that sort of thing. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's a, yeah. Grounding is a very good anger management tool, especially that we learn early in therapy. So, I mean, having such early access to that is, is really powerful and especially having such a deep understanding of that. I can see why you're such a common collected individual. Well, thanks Oliver. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. Of course. Credit words do, you know? There's one thing about your, I guess it's your room, because I, I, I have to pull into the parking lot mm-hmm. every day, and I, I see your room has these flags up at the window, and one of them, it seems like you, you support the North Korean government. Is this true? Well, I'd like to start this question off with the fact that those flags are not mine. Those are, in fact, my roommate's flags. Oh, so they're Eddie's. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, but... Uh, neither of those flags represent Eddie or my uh, political affiliations. Mm. Yeah, the the first one I that I believe you're referencing is the uh, "Live, Laugh, Love" flag with the uh, Kim Jong Un on it. Yeah, and he, you know, we're not we're not supporting the regime in North Korea at all, but you know, it's a little bit sure. of a satirical humor about him. Yeah, sure thing. Not not to say that he's a great guy, but it it is uh, kind of mm-hmm. funny to associate you know such a white suburban mom saying with a uh, totalitarian dictator. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Definitely no deeper meaning with that. Yeah. So just just a little little funny thing there. And mm-hmm. then the the other flag I believe says uh no step on snake. Which uh not to be stake, mistaken with uh don't tread on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh also satirical in nature. Yeah. So I I think the the flags are funny and they should remain in the window. Yeah. That's all. For sure. Yeah. You uh you like satire? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. I could see that. <laughs> what makes you say that? I'm <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> dying. Oh god. Okay. That's uh, that's positively awful. Yeah, that it Who really isn't this? great. Who bought this shit? <laughs> Over Christmas break. So over Christmas break, over Christmas break, if you had to stick 
Every metal utensil in your house inside a microwave, how many seconds would you just survive before you become vaporized? Oh, my. That's... Well, first, I'd like to say this is a really unique question, Oliver, and... Uh, Thank you. I, I applaud your creativity, but uh, I believe I actually would survive this situation because I, I believe microwaves take a little bit of time to get going. And mm -hmm. I think in the... Uh, or at least the way my house is laid out, the... Front door is pretty close to the kitchen back home, so I probably would be able to escape the house and uh, at least survive with a few limbs yeah. before the microwave decided to explode. So I think I'd be all right in this situation. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a valid point. I don't really know how long microwaves would take before that would happen because I've never done this before, but I, I like that you have that sort of inside knowledge slash experience that you know that you would you would survive so that that's good that's powerful knowledge yeah you know you, you got to try out these situations every once in a while you know what's life without a little bit of danger you know if you want to apply that as well i guess like go for it it's just uh, expressing like exercising your freedoms oh. i would say yeah yeah for sure mm -hmm. yeah absolutely as we as we wind down the line of questioning and i am feeling i'm closer and closer to my time of death because this prebiotic soda is so fucking awful. I have been really thinking about the fact that I could not get any prickly pear juice for this episode. Mm -hmm. Not only because I couldn't find it in the store I go to, but because simply put, I just, I, I can't waste this fine drink on such a mundane individual. So I was just wondering wow. if, wow. You could please reflect on your actions and your and your behavior and your your attitude and answer to me as to why I'm denying you this privilege. You know, when when you first started that little that little rant there, I was gonna applaud you and say that maybe you couldn't find any prickly pear juice because of the influence of your podcast. You know, I was mm. gonna say something nice about that, but now I'm realizing that you know I think I think people just might not be liking the drink. You know, it's leaving store shelves. Uh, I believe you might be one of the only people buying it. So I, wow, I like I'm just I'm just hurt to be entirely honest. You know, I like to be treated uh, equally with all your other guests on this podcast, but as of right now, I don't feel that way. Mm -hmm. I believe these uh, questions have been targeted towards me in uh, in a way that hasn't been targeted towards uh, the other guests on this podcast. So mm -hmm. I. Uh, yeah, I, I just I just can't stand this, you know. Yeah, yeah. You can't stand it. No, I I can't stand it at all. To be entirely honest, that's why I'm going to remain seated here for a little while after we end. But um, ah, I see what you did there. That you was know, really funny. Yeah, thanks. I, you know, I have a question for you, Oliver. Oh, really? No, What's no, your question? Now I think about it. You know, there's been a lot of talk. You know, especially after your fight with uh, Zach Gasnick. About uh, another sort of fight where uh, we we rematch, oh yeah, in the boxing ring because uh, you know some people may know, some people may not, but there was a a fight that already occurred between me and Oliver Morris and uh, Oliver Morris and I. It's proper, but please continue. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. Anyway, uh, disregard what this this man's saying, but um, I would in fact be interested in uh rematching this fight because I feel like. There's been a little bit of a demand for it, and I think, especially after this podcast episode, I, uh, I've i realized that it would be good for both of us mm. in many ways. Yeah, I would agree. And I think that our first fight was not very 
representative of our skill levels. And so I would love to rematch to kind of get a clean slate and have people understand where our performances really are at. You know, I, I initially was thinking more along the lines of, you know, just, you know, for fun, you know, the little, I mean, fun works little, bit of, little bit of beef out. Sure thing. Sure thing. I, I do just want to kind of dial it back real quick to where we were previously when you mm-hmm. were retaliating against my 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 comment and you, you mean your your insult well uh, have you ever heard the same retaliation is childish what do you mean retaliation is childish it's it's something that people say i've actually never heard of that really to be entirely honest. well it's yeah. true it's very true well well i guess what i would like to ask you then is would, would you want me to just sit here as you you berate me you know when i've been nothing but kind to you in uh, these previous previous months yeah, I would like that. I would like that a lot. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I, I I won't lie. I did indeed set myself up for that one, so I'll I'll give you that. But no, it's good. It's you good. know, I, I I like it when the people I interview like to like to kind of get back at me for for my comments because I'll be honest. I when I'm on set, when I'm on set for this, I'm not the nicest person on the planet. In fact, I'm far from it. Really, this is sort of my well because you know people. Will, think that when you're really, really angry it, to an irrational sense, mm-hmm. it's really funny. And I agree to an extent. So I feel that with that irrational anger being present, I can gauge a better reaction in my interviews than if I were to be super happy-go-lucky, super chillaxed, you know? I just I feel that the irrational emotions bring out the best sort of answers from my guests because they're being more honest with me and they're they're not staying their emotions you know what i mean well i mean i feel like the point of any conversation is to interact with the person you're talking to first i mean obviously we're, we're making a podcast episode and there's going to be listeners at home but i mean the whole point of this is that you're you're interviewing me and i'm talking back at you so i think that's the that should be my focus first and foremost when i'm on here mm-hmm. yeah there's one problem with that Hmm. and that's like what if i don't care you know well all i will say is i believe you have to care to some extent with uh, all your guests on this podcast because um you know you you get to choose them i I believe you could have picked anyone on the carroll college campus and you decided to go with me for some godforsaken reason so i i believe that you inherently do care about this to some extent as i'm Sipping on this can of orange prebiotic soda, I'm realizing that for those at home, he's uh, about to dump it out. Um, I, I, just, I just like to stay. I that. will be. This can doesn't speak to me. <laughs> it doesn't tell me anything. You know, nothing at all. I, I I can agree with that. It's 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 a pretty bland can. It's very devoid of of personality and expression and life in general. Whereas the the cans of prickly pear juice definitely have this charm, this unique sort of goodliness that it it, it expresses to those who who taste it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- this can you have given uh, both of us today. It's it seems to be a little more focused on uh, health and nutrition than I'd say the prickly pear juice, as it only has oh gosh, what is this? Five grams of sugar as opposed to what, is it the thirty? Yeah, it's 30. 30 grams of sugar in the in the other can. And uh, it's also supporting, you know, 
uh, a healthy gut and uh, other like things. So, well, I do want to say that you know it's not really about the size as much as it is how you use it. You know, with the prickly pear juice, sure, there's a bigger number, but that doesn't matter when I'm having a good time drinking it. Whereas with this, sure, it has a lower number, and sure, it's health conscious, but at the end of the day, do I need that? No, absolutely not. You know what? I I I really resonate what you with what you just said. Thank there. you. you know Thank yeah, you. I, appreciate I, that. I agree. I agree. But this this can just definitely isn't it. And you know what? I think that about wraps up this episode and season one of the Prickly Pear Project, mostly cross country runner edition. Wow. Stay tuned. What a ride for season two. I have to restart that because you interrupted me. Stay tuned for season two of the Prickly Pear Project, starring hopefully some more normal people. Thanks, y'all.